Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. You are listening to Galaxy Talk Radio, and this is Soul Vibrations, every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9.30 in the Central Area, and 10.30 if you're on the East Coast. We're brought to you by T25CL Entertainment, a global music and film distribution company. Learn about us by visiting our website at www.t25cl.com. Monday, Compton Politics with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Tuesday, Straight Talk, The Hired Brush with Barbara McGee. Wednesday, Roslyn's Corner with Roslyn Jordan Mills. Thursday, Soul Vibrations. Friday Night Confession comes on at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then Saturday, United We Stand with Andre Ward at 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time. After that, Saturday, in this place, three brothers on the East Coast that will bring health and wellness to edify your living conditions. Then Sunday, there's all-day music, various different genres from rhythm and blues, R&B, soul, gospel, jazz, you name it, all-day Sunday, all-day music. Do you know any veterans, men or women, reentering society from incarceration? You can contact the Jefferson Peace Project at 510-691-7090. For personal family issues, contact Family Solutions, Inc. at 707-744-3919 or go to the website, www.noangernoviolence.org. Clinical psychologist, Dr. Nanana Quaker is the person that you want to engage with. Today, we're going to talk about how racism affects black and brown students in public schools. And we have somebody who's been mentoring to uh, uh, kids up in the Seattle area. He's been an ongoing supporter of Soul Vibrations. And uh, he's joining us at the very beginning of our show today. His name is uh, Pastor James Warren. Uh, Pastor Warren, how are you today? Um, I'm doing fine, Corey. Um, I'd like to welcome everyone. Um, the subject is uh, a really hot topic because um, even when I was in Oakland, you know, I was um, going into the schools in Oakland, and here we had our program in one of the most underdeveloped middle schools, and we graduated over 200 students, but it was hard to get parents' engagement. See, and because these teachers ain't going to do it, we have to be there and have viable programs after school. Like we have a three to six program, so between three and six, we do uh, math, uh, reading, and literacy. And um, for instance, just this afternoon, I talked with a parent, and her son has three Fs, and looking like he's not going to graduate. And she didn't get any emails or any calls or anything from the teacher. Wow. 
That is a, that is amazing. Well, Pastor Warren, of course, um, uh, we re- we really respect you. You you you've, you've taken this ride with us on quite a number of our shows, and you've always brought something uh, to the table uh, and sharing your experience with the school system uh, up in the Seattle area. Uh, of course, for those of you who aren't that familiar with the with the West Coast, uh, Seattle is about a about a two-hour flight from the Bay Area. It's up north of California where we are here in the Bay Area. And I just want to throw a couple of things out before I come back to you again, Pastor Warren, um, Brother James. I want to talk yeah. about institu- institutional racism. It, just, it, it doesn't just affect adults, the children in the K-12 schools as well, and, and antidotes and families and research studies and discrimination lawsuits all pretty much reveal that children of color face uh, different uh, racial bias in school. You know, they're they're disciplined more harshly. They're less less likely to be identified as gift, gifted, or to have access to quality teachers, to name but a few examples. And uh, racism in schools has serious consequences from fueling the school to prison pipeline to traumatizing children of color. Now, I was just with uh, an organization called the Peacemakers earlier today, and this is in the West Contra Costa Unified School District. And we were in, we were uh, uh, introducing uh, uh, the, the benefits of this organization, which is uh, some uh, made up of some some clinical psychiatrists that are a part of this. Uh, we have a mentorship program. We have community engagement, parent engagement, um, and 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 a sustainability. Uh, uh, program that we're that we're uh, interjecting within the organization itself as we work on partnering with the school district. Of course, we we met with Madeline Cronenberg, who's a member of the Board of Education, and uh, we told her what our program was about and, and all the dynamics that uh, have marginalized uh, children of color, specifically African Americans, as a systematic thing since the inception pretty much of public schools, uh, you know, since I can remember. Uh, and it seems to have gotten worse, and there are a lot of charter schools and things that are in place now. And, and uh, certainly um, uh, pitching this to Madeline uh, Cronenberg, who, who's a, uh, a white American, but she's been an advocate at a number of schools in West Contra Costa County, and she really believes in what we're talking about of course, uh, 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 I, I worked as an activist for the Yes on Proposition 55 uh, program just recently that got passed, and that's for Contra Costa School. Well, we, we, we were the uh, activists that worked Contra Costa uh, area, Contra Costa County, which included um, Antioch, Pittsburgh, uh, Richmond, uh, and, and you know, those areas alike. But um, w- what, what we, what we, uh, what Proposition 55 was all about was uh, an accountability clause, not, not just passing this, but making sure that special interest groups didn't redirect the money, uh, which was a surplus of, any, of between four and six billion, which was supposed to provide up to uh, 27,000 uh, more uh, 
cafeteria workers, teachers, janitors, but basically it was supposed to guarantee for the state of California that uh, uh, the classroom uh, would have enough educators at the ratio of maybe one teacher per 30 students instead of one per 50 or 60 students, which would ensure better better one-on-one educational possibilities. And, and again, uh, Pastor Warren, we have another caller coming in from Washington. We'll let them announce who they are in a second. But but the reason why I'm mentioning these things is because once we engage with this uh, board member, uh, this accountability thing and this surplus money, instead of it actually helping the schools like it projected when we got this bill passed, what it did was it ensured that there would be no cut. So nothing really changed. There wasn't an addition, at least not in the Contra Costa uh, school district. We know the politics mean that sometimes even with accountability uh, uh, clauses, you can you can stick to saying, well, no, special interest groups didn't get it. But by the same token, you could leave out certain areas based upon ethnicity. So there's, so there's still an area that needs to be challenged when it comes to alleged funds that are supposed to be available. So tell us, uh, uh, before you tell us, uh, Pastor Warren, I, I want to acknowledge there's another caller coming in from Washington. Could you state who you are if you'd like to join in the conversation? Hi, uh, my name's uh, Davos. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just listening right now. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well. Well. Thank you, De- Devin. Uh, anytime you want to comment, to uh, you, you're welcome to. Uh, we'll we'll talk and try and leave a little space in between some of our comments. So, if you want to get involved in this, you're, you're certainly welcome to. But, uh, uh, James, tell us some of the things uh, since you've been up in the Seattle area that you've had to deal with when it comes to. Uh, the public school system? Uh, well, the first part is um, uh, two of my sons went to Auburn High. I have a, one there, Malachi. He's a sophomore. And the first thing I've seen that they didn't have not one instructor of color there. And then I did my research and they didn't have, they haven't hired one in over 20 years. So I uh, met with the superintendent, um, the principal of the school, and the uh, assistant superintendent. And by the time I finished talking, they were just tongue-tied. They, they couldn't even, uh, you know, speak on it. And I was at a meeting, just an executive meeting just this past, was that, I think it was Tuesday. And um, they go, oh, we got one of our black principals going to Detroit to recruit teachers. I'm like, why are you recruiting, spending money going to Detroit when you need to be getting some black youth um, here right in Washington from the university hey. to teach Hey, hey, um, not to interrupt you, just breathe yes. here, James. You just hit on the exact thing that we were just talking about with these board members uh, here in, in Richmond today. There were some teachers uh, that, of course, they, they were white teachers in a school that's over 60% African American, and then uh, about 30% um, Latino. And then the rest is other, uh, Asian and white, which, which means that the majority being African-American. And uh, uh, there were some uh, uh, young 23, 24-year-old uh, teachers fresh out of college 
that that uh, were from the Seattle area here that were saying that they felt so threatened by uh, the, the, the violence that was perpetrated in fistfights in the classroom, stuff that stemmed, that carried over from recess that would come into the classrooms. Some of the other students were traumatized. And this lady said if she just got another job offer, she was gonna she was gonna be quick to go. But it goes to what you're saying in that she said she was from Seattle and she signed on for two years. They're recruiting out of state teachers. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 these kids that if if for one minute you could imagine being a white uh student in a in a in a private charter or public school where you're predominantly white and having your teacher be a black teacher and mm-hmm. and, 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 and and them and them teaching you about white history, about uh Caucasian history or about whatever English history, whatever they qualify their history as mm-hmm. what would the trust be in you getting uh, quality um, information. And I think of a movie uh, that was made back in the 60s. Do you remember To Serve With Love with uh, with uh, Sidney Poitier, where he was uh, in, yeah. in, London, in London, England, teaching yeah. all white. And, and the, the experience wasn't the classroom uh, uh, being misinformed. It was just the fact that he was a black dude that was teaching. Mm-hmm. They were rebellious from the very beginning. So this, the underlying reason for that has to, I could imagine, would be similar to black kids having a white teacher. But the difference is we experience it that way more than we do the other way. And, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and again, that was in the 60s. So we're looking at the fact that we're still in the same type of situation, but uh, when, when, see when when you're not allowed when when you're boxed into a certain method of being told. See, some teachers mm-hmm. who who are who who are, are revolutionary reach outside the box, and the, and the further you reach outside the box, a lot of times you get closer to the truth, and a lot of times you'll have other other teachers. Who will go and say, "Hey, they're they're teaching stuff outside the curriculum," and yep. so now this so now this teacher becomes a threat. But what is it that they're becoming a threat to? What 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 do you, what, what what do you have to say about that? Um, I, I'm gonna go back to uh, Sydney. Uh, you know, I, he he was such a groundbreaker in the cinema. You know, doing Jim Crow. You know, and I, I love the lilies. Was a um, they called me Mister Tibbs. Lilies left the hell out of the field. Yeah, he left the hell out of that sheriff, right? He sure, he sure did. <laughs> I said, "Wow, you know, he's hey, my hey, hero." Hey, 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 that's black. And that's black. We had heroes. It was the black exploitation movies with yeah, Jim Brown, yeah. Fred Williamson. Boy, yeah. We, we, we felt that we felt a sense of strength when we came out of the Fox and the Roxy Theater and all that stuff. Yeah, East my yeah. East my seminars after that. Yeah, because, <laughs> they closed it. You know, they, <laughs> closed you, you know, they closed some things down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
So, Corey, I want to share this. Now, um, again, this is my second year as um, in 104 years in the Parent-Teacher-Student Association in the state of Washington. I'm the first mm-hmm. black vice president. Like I said, I, I've mm-hmm. been here 10 years, and I've been on the grind ever since December 21st of mm-hmm. uh, 2008. I got here on December 19th. On the 21st, mm-hmm. I went and opened up my business account, got my business license, and I and I went to work and started making contacts and not knowing anyone but my mm-hmm. sister up here. But I want to go back to um, this piece again. When I went to the state convention for all the schools, as a statewide convention, and again, last um, May, I'm the only black out of the whole state of Washington. I still couldn't understand it, right? And it was probably... Uh, Maybe I would say 10 black women, including Miss Eleanor. So here we go again. They uh, they have me going again next month. And it's, it's in Vancouver. So I'm waiting to see how many brothers is going to be there. You see, it's, it's, a, it's something wrong with this. And like I said, again, um, with all these churches and we too busy doing a prosperity message, you know, and that's a whole nother conversation that you don't, you tell me you got all these churches, black churches, and you can't get one person to come and help the youth, or you can't get a program into your church between three and six. See, I'll set it up for them. But it's amazing that my phone, you would think would be uh, ringing off the hook, but again, we still have the house niggas and the field niggas is alive and well. And I'll say it just like that unapologetically. So um, going back here, um, black studies departments, you know, they took it totally out of the school system. And, you know, Black History Month doesn't even count. Because, you know, the only they're going to do is talk about Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King, and Rosa Parks. They're not going to talk about Nat Turner, <laughs> you see, or Chris Zaddy. They're not going to talk about those revolutionary guys who pay the price, you see. So, um Again, up here, it's it's like a drought. I just say it like that. It's a drought of um, black leadership with our youth in the schools. Um, it's a drought um, trying to get these uh, uh, youth uh, academically excited about uh, academics because you have to try to pull the parents in. See, mm-hmm. and you can't just, you know, like I said, you know, Auburn High is a is a privileged school. It, 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 Auburn High would be like, um, what what school can we say out there that's Lily White? Um, oh, that, that, that's a public school. That's a public school. Yeah, it's a public school, but it would like, be like, like a like, private like, school like, in California. Like 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 like, uh, like, like Bishop O'Dowd or something. Yeah, correct. That's what I was just getting ready to say. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was mm-hmm. just getting ready to say it. Bishop O'Dowd, just like that. You see, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see, I don't get uncomfortable. They get up. I, I want to share what happened um, Tuesday. Now, you know, everybody know me from kindergarten that I always wear my uniform, my suit and tie. I read it, you know, I wore it to Berkeley High, right? But my identity didn't mm-hmm. change. And, you know, mm-hmm. and so um, I get a text on, on Tuesday, and they said we have an executive meeting, and then they put in there, you can dress uh, casual. Now, why would they put that in there? Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one who wears the suit to all the meetings mm-hmm. <laughs> for the last two years. And they're tired, okay. of you being, they're tired of you being an example. So that, that's yeah. you. <laughs> see, 
See, uh, you know, uh, like Devin, he's been with us, uh, I think, about six years now. I'm hoping he'll chime in, Devin. And I told mm-hmm. Devin, I said, Devin, you have to get your uniform right and represent. Mm-hmm. See, because they mm-hmm. got this, this this thing about jeans and, you know, teeth. I said, no, now mm-hmm. you're being conformed. Because you look at the history of black men, it, we had suits on in school. Mm-hmm. And you know, any black history pictures when them students was in school in the deep south, they had suits on. And, and now yeah. they the, the rappers, you know, what sag, and then that's that's a the genocide to me. I think it's a genocide inadequate with our black youth, and that comes mm-hmm. from, of course, to the girl, the hip hop. You know, I mean, they can say what they want, but again, you're not going to go up to, um, let's see, uh, to Marriott Hotel. And have your dookie braids and and with a with yeah. a jean sag. I want to be a front desk clerk. Oh, okay, man. it ain't happening. Uh, hey, who, who, who put that? Who put that label on the braids? I don't even know, man. I remember, I remember hearing that growing up, man. Hey, I just want to get some dookie braids today. Like what? <laughs> keep it moving. Uh, keep it, keep, keep uh, it alive. Hey, well, we got uh, we got another call from California. If you'd like to say who you are, that might be Devin, perhaps. Is that you, Devin? No, Devin's on already from Washington. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That might yeah, be Jay Pollard. We yeah, got a few people see. lighting up here. Anybody? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, real quick after after they introduce uh, themselves, I wanted to say something. Okay. Okay. Now, who is this? With who's who's speaking now? Go ahead. Who who is this that's speaking? Oh, Devin. this is Devin. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Wake up. Yeah, I thought, I, thought, I thought you were. No, I thought you were introducing the other person. I apologize. Oh, uh, that's okay. Yeah, we, we we got the comfortable silence out the way, so we can get back to fixing it up real good. Go ahead, Devin. Okay, so you know there was like a couple subjects, um, you know, in the midst of the conversation and everything. I'm just sitting back and listening, you know. Um, in regards to like, uh, you know, growing up, I'm let's see, I'm I'm 26 now, you know, so I I'm not like that far out of out of high school and everything, but uh, mm-hmm. I just I I do remember, like I said, you know, growing up in middle school, and high school, you know, when we took those uh, U.S. history classes, we never really mm-hmm. went too deep into the Black history, but you know what, I'll tell you, uh, one thing where I did start to get more into is when I got into college and actually like took a, a U.S. history class that was a little bit more in depth. But my question is, like, you know, okay, why why didn't they, like, when you're talking about Nat Turner and, you know, I was reading about how this guy was, like, you know, man, he grabbed a group of people just killing people left and right. Like, when you talk about revolutionists, like, it was pretty pretty brutal. But, um, you know what, you don't really, uh, uh, I don't know, I didn't really hear too much of that, you know, in high school. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top, mm-hmm. and on top of that, that subject, uh, you you guys also uh, touched on you know one piece where you know James was talking about you know getting a program from three to six, right? <laughs> um, you know, one thing I, I really like I said I, I know also from doing that research uh, too. Plus, you know, just from you know personal experience, it's like, yeah, you know, if you don't, if if your parents, right? Um, you know, I, I came. I, I grew up in foster care, right? And 
Uh, I remember, like, my parents had got divorced at that time. You know, I was about 14, 15, you know, mm-hmm. sophomore, mm-hmm. high school, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had two houses, right? You know, one was on the lake, one was on the street. And, um, you know, one parent was up there, one was parent was down here. And, like, you know, when we get out of school, it's like, all right, nobody is there to watch over us kids. So it's like, okay, next thing you know, you got girls in the house. Next thing you know, uh, you know, you're doing all these other stuff. But, you know, that that um, that adult supervision and the order in the household, um, you know, something to keep a kid, you know, occupied after after school. I mean, not just the sports, but, you know, the tutoring, the other mm-hmm. activities. Like, man, I really believe those those are necessary, man, because it's like, you know, when you just, I mean, not saying that the kid can't be free, but, you know, when you give them that freedom to to get into some of those uh, dark extracurricular activities, hey, you know what, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that kid, you know, he's going to turn out, you know, uh, get into some stuff, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely agree. I, I, I agree with what James was talking about, about those. Um, you know, a couple of those other things, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah, those were just the two things. Like I said, the, the, um, uh, like I said, it wasn't until I got into college, you know, hearing about some of those stuff. Like I got my history books. I've just been brushing up cause I'm actually trying to get back in school here. So, um, you know, I've been brushing up on that. And like I said, you know, you read about that stuff. It's like, man, they mm-hmm. didn't me into mm-hmm. this growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and and a lot of it too. Uh, my grandfather was from North Carolina. He grew up as a tobacco farmer down there, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he he tell me some of the stuff. You know, growing up, it's like, you know, some of this stuff. It's like, you know, you you know, I'm, I thank God like for these people that actually experienced it, and you have a chance to like talk to them. You know, these stories that are passed down. But like I said, it's it's more helpful uh too, not just in the household but also outside of it in the school to learn about it too, you know, instead of like keeping it on the back burner, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that way, we, know, so that way we don't um repeat, you know, repeat these things. Yeah, well you know, you you you've hit it on all cylinders in, in what you just shared with us because the the big the, the the absolute large one of the largest problems in the United States as we move forward in history. Nothing nothing you know, time waits for no one, and 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 so um, recognizing. You, I mean, you can't you can't heal anything. You can't you can't heal you can't heal a sore without acknowledging that you have one. And once you've acknowledged that you have one, then the next thing is to find an antidote, whether it's internal, whether it's external, applying something directly on the wound, or whether it's a combination of both. But the whole idea in healing is to find an antidote. And if you deny that, uh, that you know, you, 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 ha- you have a sore on the back of your hand and, and, and you just say, well, I'm just not going to pay my hand attention. I have other body parts. I'll just play like that's not there, you know, uh, uh, no matter, no matter uh, uh, what kind of opportunities you get monetarily, you know, I just, I just won't use my left hand, my left hand with the sore on it to put the money in my pocket. I just pile all the money in my right pocket, and I play like my left hand is okay. You, you're not fixing 
you're not fixing that problem. And that problem is part of the body. And that body is part of the system. And, and you know, you're not going to get well, you're not going to get better until you address an issue. When you address the issue and you acknowledge it, you give yourself a chance at healing. And this country it has the, the the more it advances in study, the more it advances in 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 all different aspects of science and technology. The the the, the more it uh, advances advances in cover up, because down to the political aspect and the and the highest people in power, the lack of acknowledgement, the cognitive dissonance, is what is dividing. This country and uh, Devin, Devin, you talked about uh, not acknowledging stuff even in our history books, and this goes back to when I was in uh, telling my age. Goes back to the late fifties mm-hmm. and early sixties. You know, elementary school for me. <laughs> when, 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 oh, we address, when we addressed history and looked at uh, uh, American history, and they talked about the North and the South. Mm-hmm. They re- they re- they referred to it like it was an all star game. The battle of the north and south was like the east west grind mm-hmm. game in football or something because they didn't mm-hmm. touch much of much of what it was about. They just gave you a little bit of the Emancipation Proclamation. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They almost didn't even mention that it was slavery. They just said the difference between the north and south emancipated, mm-hmm. you know, uh, America into a democratic society. It's like. That's a nice way of, of of covering some stuff up to people who don't know anything about slavery. You slip you slip mm-hmm. the right past them, and see there mm-hmm. are five famous five famous slave revolts that come to mind. You know when these mm-hmm. ships, when some of them missed hitting hitting New Orleans and Florida and stuff, they were landing in places like like Haiti and Cuba and the Dominican Republic, and uh, you know. Uh, it wasn't until later for me that we even heard of Toussaint the Overture, you know, mm-hmm. who was a who was a general in the in the Haitian Revolution, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, of course uh, uh, the island of Saint Dominique and, 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 and dozens of unrest in the French Revolution of 1789, uh, free blacks on the island revolted when the French plantation owners refused to extend citizenship to them, and and, and then we had the Spanish and British forces that were dealt with at the same time. We had the rebellion of Gabriel uh, Prosser, which was somebody else. He was a, a Virginia slave in his early 20s who, who, who set out to fight for his freedom. And in 1799, he hatched the plan to end slavery in the state by occupying Capitol Square in uh, Richmond, Virginia. And this is, mm-hmm. so there were, there were revolts. There was the plot of Denmark Vesey in 1822, mm-hmm. who actually, mm-hmm. who, who who actually won the lottery, but he couldn't purchase the freedom of his wife and children, you know. And uh, then there was the revolt, of course, of Nat Turner. And you, and you know Birth of a Nation, the latest movie, mm-hmm. Birth of a Nation, mm-hmm. was about the revolt that was led by Nat Turner. But, but, mm-hmm. but, but if you remember, if you can remember the first movie, Birth of a Nation, mm-hmm. it was actually started by somebody with the help of Woodrow Wilson that showed mm-hmm. If you emancipated blacks and gave them complete equal mm-hmm. uh, equal equal prosperity, next thing you know, when they're sitting in the House of Representatives, they show mm-hmm. them with, the, with their shoes off, picking their feet, mm-hmm. throwing chicken bones around, eating watermelon, and all that. 
And from that concept to that movie, it freaked white America into starting the, the, the Ku Klux Klan. Came as, mm-hmm. as, came as a result of that movie, Birth of a Nation. And, and, and uh, of course, you know, there was a gentleman named John Brown who, who led a rage, led a rage mm-hmm. uh, laid, this was long before Mal- Malcolm X and, and the Black yep. Panthers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, mm-hmm. all, all of these were revolts that, uh, that, 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 that led to, uh, uh, in, you know, uh, by the time uh, George Washington came around, it turned into a union issue. We're preserving the union, even out of the mouth of, of uh, Abe Lincoln, who gets credit for freeing the slaves, but see, they, 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 they didn't quote one of the things that he said when he first got elected, and that was, I'll be damned if the first thing I got to deal with as president is freeing these slaves. You know, mm-hmm. it's freeing these, it's freeing these yeah. niggas. He actually mm-hmm. said yeah. that. Yeah. And, the, yep. and yep. the fact is, yep. it, was, it, it, was more, it was more to preserve the union than it was to... Uh, you know, actually free yeah, slaves, yeah. But, they, but they were caught between a rock and a hard place. And, mm-hmm. and uh, this gentleman that I had talked about earlier, uh, James, yeah. um, uh, Hank, Hank Roberts, who, who started the, uh, the, uh, the, the Peacemakers, uh, yeah. this organization that we're trying to implement into Richmond Public Schools, they've actually, they actually have a few schools under, uh, under their uh, charter, but we're yeah. trying to expand it throughout the school. Yeah, this that's guy, right. This, guy, this guy's from Missouri, and his parents were sharecroppers. And uh, mm-hmm. his, his parents used to leave the kids at home while they were out picking cotton. And, and uh, of course, sharecroppers didn't uh, – you didn't get ahead. You just did enough to break even. And there's mm-hmm. your 50 acres and a mule. You, 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 know, mm-hmm. you, you break even. And his father was innovative enough to work a second job at night, and he bought a new car. And when he came to work one day, the owner, I mean, the, uh, the you know, the mm-hmm. guy who employed, who employed him in the mm-hmm. cotton field said, said, what are you doing driving that up here to my, to, 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 to my job? Because it was kind of making, it was kind of, it was kind of outshining him. You know, this mm-hmm. guy's got a new, this black dude's got a new car. He said, he said, as long as you're working for me, all I ask is that you don't drive this car, you know, here. However you get here is on you, but I don't want you driving your car here to work. And he's like, well, I work, I work for this car. This is my transportation back and forth. And he's like, well, if you want to keep this job, then you can't do that. Well, he left the car at home one day, you know, and uh, ironically, their house caught on fire. So he and his wife are looking across, uh, you know, the field, and they could see the house burning in the distance. And because they didn't drive, they had to just drop what they were doing to run. They ran towards the house, and when they got to the house, it was engulfed in flames. They had three children, one of one of whom was Hank Roberts, his brother, who's who's a spearheaded mm-hmm. peacemaker. Now, so the father runs to the house, and the flames are so intense that he's having to shield his eyes with one arm while still running forward. He sees one of his infant children crawling, the young, one of the youngest babies, crawling towards the front door. And while he's reaching out to grab him, uh, a, a piece of foundation falls in his path, the sparks fly. And so 
instead of reaching for the child, he reached off to the side and missed the child. He had to feel around because he had, you know, some some uh, uh, you know some 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 hot residue in his in his face. So as a consequence, mm. he missed grabbing the child at a key moment, and uh, and something fell across the child's back, and a big flame engulfed the child. And by the time he got mm. his eyes straight straightened out. His, his, his child was just laying there with flames on him, just burned, just burned up. Now, mm. the, now, the, now, the, now the, the wife was hysterical and running around towards the back of the house. So he pulls the kid out, runs around to the back, and there's Hank standing just off the back porch with his little sister in his arms. So he had pulled her out the back and he, while the other child was crawling out the front. And this is this is something this gentleman actually experienced, and his father mm-hmm. had. The, and you put two and two together, you know, his boss orchestrated burning this guy's house down and the keep mm-hmm. killing him. He, he up he uprooted his family out of the state of Missouri, and where they moved, I think in Chicago, they wound up living for a whole year in an abandoned building where where, where the where the where the slumlord. Uh, uh, the house, the building was condemned, but he was still taking on tenants that didn't have a place to stay. But there was no electricity. You had to, you had to rig some stuff. You know how, you know how we come up with innovative <laughs> ways, yeah. a, a, a rig and some stuff. But, but when he came home from school every day, he had to step over. And then, you know, there are people that had, see an advantage in an abandoned building: the drug dealers and the pimps yeah. and the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. So he's so. His, where they lived was up on, I think, he said the fifth or sixth floor. So they have to uh, step over prostitutes and pimps and go through all uh, that stuff and drug dealers uh, just, to, just to get home. And the idea was to get uh, everybody in the house before it got dark and then to mm-hmm. start the day after the sun came up. And he wound up being the first graduate from uh, uh, in his family, college graduate, and he wound up being one of the top-selling pharmaceutical guys in uh, in the United States at one time, about 20 years ago. But when he mm-hmm. came to Oakland, uh, his travels in the pharmaceutical industry took him to Oakland. And, and it's a, to make a long story short, he wound up mentoring to some gangs that included the 69 Village, James, if you know mm-hmm. Felix Mitchell. Felix Mitchell. And, and, Felix Mitchell and all of those people, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, gangs, and, and he started mentoring to these kids that some of these guys were using uh, to run their drugs, and it's like, man, you're cleaning these kids up. You're playing with my money, mm-hmm. and so, so it was kind of like a bounty on his head for a minute. But then one of Felix's nephews, who was doing good in school, couldn't help but talk about Coach Roberts. Coach Roberts. So Felix said, "Oh, uh, you know, you're doing better in school. You know, okay. Well, well, you know what? Maybe this Coach Roberts thing is a good deal." He said. So he put the word out. Nobody can mess with him. If there's anything you need. And the reason why he started this program was because as a pharmaceutical guy, you know, you, you're running around, you know, running lights and doing all kinds because you're trying to outsell people. So he had to go to traffic court, and one of his options was you could do this, you could do that, which, which, which wasn't up his alley, or you could just give some volunteer time teaching soccer. Never played soccer in his life, and he wound up teaching soccer in the African-American community to kids, and it's been running for 15 years now. And, and, mm. and, and, and he called it the peacemaker. 
And, and, and of course, he has a movie script that uh, Ryan Coogler looked at. And Ryan Coogler, as you know, did Fruitville Station, he mm. did Creed, and he did, and he did Black Panther. And, and uh, just recently, at, uh, and you can Google the Peacemakers, uh, Hank Roberts, he's, he's gotten, uh, uh, he introduced his, his script, uh, the, the streamer for the script that he's completed that, that goes back to his experience in sharecropping and kind of his, what led him up to being a peacemaker. But um, uh, he, it, it, he's, he's gotten something in the San Francisco Film Festival and some other acknowledgments, but just recently at the Grand Lake Theater, he, he, uh, the Channel 2 did a little, a little piece on him with 300 kids that he sponsored to go see Black Panther. And Ryan Coogler, being from Oakland, was at the movie, so he wound up having a chance to meet with him and talk about his script, and, Krug- and Coogler liked it enough to say, I-, I would like to do this for you. And But the thing is, you're going to have to wait a year and a half, maybe two years, because I've already signed with Disney to do Panther 2, and when you sign that, that, that no disclosure thing or whatever, you're not allowed to take on other projects. So... Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is with him, uh, with, with Brother Roberts, is he said, well, look, my mother, my dad has since passed. One of his sisters uh, passed, and that's a whole other story, but it's under some, some faulty medical stuff. But it's like him, and so now he's the only sibling left. But he's, but he's like, well, I would like for my mother to see this movie come to fruition. So Ryan Kruger understood, and he said, well, look, he hooked him up with somebody out of Universal Studios. So he can still get his movie done in a timely fashion. But, but this comes from past experiences and uh, 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 relations, forming new relationships and mm-hmm. also uh, uh, knowing the history of who you are, where you mm-hmm. come from, and, and discovering what your purpose is on this planet. We talk about institutional mm-hmm. racism and education and, 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 and medicine and all these different things that have plagued us as African Americans, we're, we're, we're still running in place because the things that are plaguing us in our schools and stuff now are still what's happening, what was happening, you know, from the time, James, that we were going through the school yeah. system. But at least our families were close enough to recognize that and to mm-hmm. fight towards, towards changing that existence. We're talking about a time where 87% of black households had both parents in the house, but yes, we were fighting. Right. We were fighting, but we were fighting the civil rights fight. But we were at a better place then than we mm-hmm. are now. We're yeah, just under right. the, we're just under the cloak of thinking times are better now because hey, you got your black president. What more can you want? There can't be no racism. <laughs> you wouldn't have a black president. Uh, uh, look at the ba- look at the basketball wise. Look at the Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Look at the LeBron James. All and it's great to see people, and LeBron James is doing a lot in the African-American community, yes. but, but, but still, our role models are supposed, be, are, supposed, are, are supposed to be in our community, but we, got, but we got kids now raising kids, so when you talk about mm-hmm. uh, changing the dynamic in public schools, not only is the kid going to cuss you out, but he'll go back home, and I've seen the mothers come running up to the school, cuss, cussing the teacher out, and yelling and screaming yeah. in the administration office, and it's because they don't know nothing about how to parent. So the more Correct. we're distracted and the more we're, we're, we're removed from knowing how to uh, heal this sore, how to find an antidote, you mm-hmm. know. But it takes, 
but it takes grassroots types of organizations that start with mm-hmm. low funding but, but, but have yeah. a passion to change these circumstances. We're not mm-hmm. going to get it. If we get it from state, county, and whatever, yeah, the, the, you know, the, the success for them is in our failure. They give us just enough money mm-hmm. to get it going, and then they run out of money. And what it means yeah, then right. is, is the mm-hmm. pharmaceutical companies for medicating our kids, the juvenile mm-hmm. system, and, 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 the, and the school-to-prison program helps create jobs and stuff outside for, you know, for, 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 the, for the bigger powers. And it never solves our problems in the community. So we got to think in terms of partnershiping with our partnershiping mm-hmm. our organizations. And, and James, we talked about the things that that we have in in the, in the not too distant future, yeah. in the near future, about how we can um, uh, correlate our, our interests together as yeah. and, and bring that whole village thing back because we're not far yeah. removed from you know finding out our lineage. And Barack Obama found out through uh, Ancestry.com that he's related to George Bush. You know, oh, my and, goodness. And, 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 uh, then there's a good chance that all of us on this on, on the show today could be related to each other. We just, we just have to realize that the mm-hmm. village hasn't strayed too far away. We might not know each other, but how many times yes. have we talked? How many times have we talked? About the people. Oh, you know him? I know him because his mother used to stay around the corner from so and so. Yeah. We really got a whole lot. We got a lot more in common than we yeah. don't. That's what I tell these youngsters. Before you go across mm-hmm. town and, and it shoot this place up, mm-hmm. you know, you, you remember Papa was a Rolling Stone. Your, your, your dad yeah. had a couple kids across town. You might be launching That's a right. at your half brother, half sister. You just That's don't correct. know, you know, where you come from. You know, mm-hmm. and instead of, Corey, uh, you know, so we were, ahead, um, last year, um, Malachi um, was, um, it was football, right? And they had the, like every year they have, you know, the, the, um, but, you know, buffet, you know, you bring the food. So it yeah. was a young lady and we were telling her about, uh, African-American lady about joining the um, PSTA. We're trying to recruit blacks, right, to get on these boards, mm-hmm. right, get, get business. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. her last name was Hutton. Now watch this one. Now Eleanor's first cousin was little Bobby Hutton, who was murdered by the Oakland police. And she said, mm-hmm. oh, I talked with Jay. And, and come to find out, she's family to Gene. You see, and a lot of times us as African Americans, we just you know like what the young people say they they mean mugging each other, and we walking by mean mugging each other. We should be saying hello because you never know. Like you just said, uh, we might be family, and we too busy you know high siding on each other that we don't have time to say hi. And what what are you doing? How can we connect? You see, every mm, black I mm. see, I try to shake their hand and I bum rush them. You see. And I'm dark skinned, right? I said, You see my happy black butt standing up here. Don't walk by me like you don't see me. I'll walk up to him and shake their hand. See, introduce mm-hmm. myself, see? I done mm-hmm. gave over 10,000 business cards out, over. Mm-hmm. And I included my flyers, you see. And you would think my phone, mm-hmm. my emails would bring that. That's not how it works, see? Because, again, we still have that um, uh, Jim Crow mentality uh, with each other. You see, we're supposed to be helping build each other up, not kick each other to the curve. Because, well, you know, our, mm-hmm. our 45, man, is cutting so much stuff, people are going to wake up. It was one, some here cut last June, 
for December, mm-hmm. and it just came mm-hmm. out and announced like a week ago. You see, that's mm-hmm. the type of stuff he's doing. And you're going to say, okay, well, I had a child care check. Well, what happened? They cut it 50%. What happened? You see, like he's mm-hmm. talking about putting people to work to get Medicare. People are disabled. How they going to go to work? They on Medicare. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's real. We got to really, um, like we're saying again, uh, mobilize, you know, and I have zero tolerance for these dead churches who keep speaking this prosperity and only people getting rich is these pastors. And I'm glad a lot of them go into that penitentiary for fraud and taking mothers, you know, uh, 401ks and taking their houses, you know, and they foreclose mm. because they're putting their trust in these jack leg pastors, see. And I'll call it just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that that sounds about right. You know, we have we have uh, again that that again Willie Lynch. Yeah, you know that whole that whole thing is is is, is kind of what the divide is among Negroes and yeah. uh, people of color, so to speak. Yeah, uh, whatever whatever name you want to call us, because we've been absolutely we've been black, <laughs> African American. Negroes, colored, you know, yeah, and and of course, if you're a freedom rider, then you know you you then called a Negro agitator, and that's kind of what, oh yeah, uh, and that's kind of what 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 the division is right now because the closer you get to truth, the 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 more you become, you know, um, yeah, a, 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 a negative deterrent, you know, yeah, and for 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 for, for comfortable Negroes. Who, who don't yeah. want to, who don't want to shake up, you know, their 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 money their money aspirations, yes. you know, all the hard work they put into getting where they are. But see, mm-hmm. um, that's that's where the division is, you know. Do you do you really want to, uh, you know, in God we trust? Is God and money are they actually one and the same? Because it's because it's printed on that paper, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I don't care. How many religions you got? He mm-hmm. who controls the he who controls the printed paper. Yeah, and, 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 and this new world and this new world order is the one is the one that's going to bring to bear how we're educated, how our how our health care system goes, how our job prospects are, you know, uh, all of the things that go with being a so called uh, productive member of society. You know, mm-hmm. you have to you have to look at the story behind the story now on everything that we do, or you can be easily distracted. And, and um, yeah, yeah, you know, those are, those are the things that we have to have to start uh, talking about a lot. Yeah, more. and of course, my my experience with Dr. Kwaku and yeah. Hank Roberts and some other people on this panel today that that, that met with some some Richmond school board members actually. Came have come to understand because uh, they're right there in the front line. You know, they want to yeah. come to work without there being fist fights all the time, and 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 the and and teachers disrespected and angry parents coming up to the school. At this stage now, these teachers are realizing that uh, you know to, to pad your resume and fly in from Seattle on a two-year commitment. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and you leave early doesn't really doesn't really pad your resume, so they kind of want right. to stick it out. They want to stick it out, but at the same time, it's an uncomfortable dynamic, and it's making them have to look internally at themselves and yeah. how 
their forefathers implemented this system in that is still suppressing us and, and yeah. you know it's and so now it's the same it's the same with the schools that are getting shot up. You know, these these kids that are getting shot up and losing their friends, they're realizing that and they're educated. These these are these are these are educated kids at these schools that are getting shot up in these mass killings. Yeah. And but yet and still their parents are the majority of them are NRA gun gun members. You know, mm-hmm. where you where you the more the more the more uh, well-to-do white kids you find, the more you're going to find uh, that association with the National Rifle Association. But here's what's the real trip: they're finding opposition from other white kids now that are fighting for Second Amendment rights. So correct. What is, yep. So these so these kids now are a product of their parents who mm-hmm. have who haven't had their schools shot up. <clears throat> But but mm-hmm. but the thing that but the thing that both sides parents have in common is that right to bear arms thing that they don't want to re- relinquish, and instead of the adults on the right wanting to uh, that wouldn't look right with with adults protesting these young kids even though people like Ted Nugent yeah remember that rocks he's come out yeah. with some atrocious things about these kids but even yeah. though. People, there are some people who who don't care whether it's kids or not. But now they're using their kids to fight for Second Amendment rights, and it's like, what does that look like with fifteen and six year old mm-hmm. kids talking about the rights to bear arms? They shouldn't even be they shouldn't even be t- talking about that. They should be that's talking correct. about education. So now you've got a white on white powder kid that's yeah. being fought through the puppet masters who are parents on both sides. In the meantime, yeah. Black Lives Matter. It's sitting yeah. up to the side going, yeah. uh, now everybody's marching, but what about us? But then they're saying, yeah. you know what, but, but, but we can partner in with these white kids who are going to yeah. be talking about, who are talking about in three years, we're going to vote you people out of office. So now, yeah. so, so now they have more in common than these other white kids who are talking about yeah. Second Amendment rights. And so yeah. what that's doing is that's dividing things in America at yet another level that's causing yes. whites to challenge other whites, and it's about, and it's not even about color. Now, yeah. it's about it's about right and wrong. It's about these yes. guns. It's about yes. these guns, and now if these white kids are getting affected by this gun violence. It's becoming mm-hmm. an issue that whites are addressing, mm-hmm. but they're meeting opposition from yet still other whites mm-hmm. who are dogmatic and not compromising their. Their their position in terms mm-hmm. of this new world order, which is reverting yeah. back to the original mm-hmm. world order, and yeah. this is it, and this is spanning itself across the globe. When yeah. you look at our, when you look at the U.S. occupation in 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 in, in mm-hmm. Iraq and all these mm-hmm. other places that now have U.S. banks on their soil, the only places that right. we're having difficulties with, ironically. That don't have U.S. banks, Western Western uh, uh, practices on their soil yet. North mm-hmm. Korea, Iran, mm-hmm. uh, Syria, West uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Syria, Iran, mm-hmm. uh, North North Korea, Cuba. These these are places that still don't allow Western principles on their soil. And see, Correct. you can't handpick our leaders 
So you call them dictators. You couldn't mm-hmm. handpick the leader in Libya who was about to change the world currency mm-hmm. into natural resources. So you create a fraudulent uh, mm-hmm. uh, depiction, depiction of him as a dictator who's killing That's all correct. the citizens. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so now you look like the great savior, and you come mm-hmm. in and kill this guy. Um, and see, you lulled him to sleep. See, if he was supposed to orchestrate the, the flight, uh, the JAL flight that, that, that they mm-hmm. had bombed where all those people died, but, mm-hmm. yet you let, but, yet, but yet now you let him back into the United Nations. If he was mm-hmm. a mass murderer, I've never known of a mass murderer on that level that can mm-hmm. be for, forgiven and let back. They let him in and lulled him into thinking that we we could become friends again. So, wow. so now we could get into your country and infiltrate this COINTELPRO-like mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. that would make you look bad. So then while the world's watching, because the world's always watching now, that's the great thing about social media and all that. Yeah. Now we yeah. now we have now we have an alleged reason for the for the good of the people to come in there and mm-hmm. uh, and take this dude out. So we can put a yeah. puppet in there. Yeah. And, and, and save the queen, because you know when you when we, right now as Americans, if you go to Great Britain or British West Indies, the American Cayman Islands where they launder money, Trump mm-hmm. and everybody else. The American dollar is only sixty-one cents there. It's not like going no. to Mexico where it's seven to one yeah. and all that, which, which shows wow. you that British British rule and the Rothschild mm-hmm. and the Bilderberg still mm-hmm. control all the monetary stuff. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure that we got to make sure that 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 money doesn't revert to to only being worth the uh, ink that's printed on the paper. We got to mm-hmm. keep we got to keep gold and diamonds and, and, and mm-hmm. crypto stuff out of the picture so we can mm-hmm. still control control the land. We didn't go through this uh, Federal Reserve Act to control all mm-hmm. the money to keep, to keep U.S. in debt so that 1% yeah. control the populace and, and only, to, only to let this guy use natural resources as currency and blow us off the map. So this, yeah. this whole thing. Uh, also, um, Corey, um, mm-hmm. we, I want to go back again. Um, I'm going to go back to 82 how Freeway Ricky Ross was running all that, those drugs that they was mm-hmm. putting all through South Central L.A. that went all to the East Coast. See, they, they, they George, keep George, getting George w, George w. Bush Sr. was head of yeah. the CIA then. Oh, yes. They was doing Iron that. Con- Pro, Iron Contra. Yeah. You know. See? Yeah. And then they privatized yeah. the prisons to put, like we're saying, guys were getting 50 years, 40 years, you know, for, for not even with an ounce of cocaine. Yeah, in, in Oh yeah, if you have an if you have an ounce of crack, that's yeah. that, that's three that's three year minimum upstate. But you could have a pound of powder and and yeah. and, 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 and get uh, probation because you know what? Right. It's, the black man ain't got the powder. The powder's coming Correct. from you know who. Yes, and it's real. From you know who. Yeah. And then again, yeah. Trayvon Martin, all them blacks was murdered, and Trayvon Martin and, and Michael Brown. And then, you know, it just really appalled me that all these white kids and everybody marching in Washington, well, where, where are you guys at when they got shot down? See, that's, that's, that goes back to that. <laughs> and then, then we go running behind, look, we're running behind them, but they're not supporting Black Lives Matter when black youth are mm-hmm. getting shot down like dogs. 
Mm-hmm. The young man mm-hmm. just got shot in Sacramento what a month, a few weeks ago. In his, Where in were they at when that happened? In his grand, in his grandmother's backyard. Grandmother's backyard. Come back. on. And then, and a, and a guy came forward and said, "I was the one that was breaking in cars. It wasn't him." Wow. See that? And the police already said. The police already said it was justified too. We thought he had a. We thought he had a gun. Jeez, the dude had a cell phone. He just went outside for a smoke or something. He couldn't smoke in his grandmother's. Yeah. And they and they just and they justify. They justify. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, since since January, there have been eighteen thousand killings by police officers across the United States. Wow. And not Sweet. and not and not one person prosecuted. Not yeah. one person prosecuted, you know, yeah. the guy, the, the guy, the guy in Atlanta who stopped them, who stopped the white lady on the side of the freeway. And, and she, she, she said, well, he said, well, can I see your ID and stuff? She said, I'm afraid to reach for it. Uh, you know, I don't feel safe reaching for it. He said, go ahead. You can reach for it. You know, we only shoot black people. Wow. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. We only shoot black people. Then he said. Then he said it was just a it was just a ploy to calm the circumstances to let her know it was okay to reach in the thing, <laughs> and, and it was on wow. video. And it's like, no, you really think that? You know, I know. Thanks for thirty two years of service. He, he got fired, and that's the only thing yeah. that came close. But but now, how many? You know, they and of course the uh, police bill of rights out there still exists. So. You know, Jerry Brown and then tried to change that here after uh, after we marched on the state capitol to get to get yeah. uh, uh, to get those two uh, those two uh, Senate bills pushed twelve eighty six police transparency and uh, four four uh, thirty three for accountability and uh, uh, policing for profit and asset forfeiture. But in Atlanta, that bill of rights still protect him. So so although he got fired, is it? How many how many shootings has he been involved in where he got cleared and protected? Yeah. So now he can he can leave Atlanta. He can go to South Carolina. And get That's right. That's how most of them do it. Yep. They had a guy up here that uh, murdered uh, 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 this young man, and he went to uh, Bellevue, I believe, and he got a raise. Okay, they gave him some medals. See? And this was was this long ago? Yeah, not that long ago. Exactly. Right I up there. About that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right I up there. This is yeah. this 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 may have been since our last show. Last time I talked to you, or was it the time before yeah. that? Yeah. Before that. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's happening yeah. all over, and you know, even in Seattle, uh, Devin, you probably remember that. That was what, probably three years ago. Um, the Native Indian, you know, had a butter knife, and they gunned him down in oh, the back. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and then I'll tell you another mm-hmm. one of his songs. My uh, Malachi's best friend's mom works with it. Her best friend was a Native Indian. Uh, she lives on the Indian Reservation, the Muckleshoot, which I've worked with Pastor Williams over uh, mm-hmm. nine years since I've been up here. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. she went home, and the, and the drunk boyfriend said, oh, she has a gun, and the Auburn police has no jurisdiction on the Muckleshoot Reservation, right? That's like... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody's in Emeryville and the Oakland police come to your house and you live in Emeryville, you ain't got no warrants or nothing, and they kick your door in and they went in the back room and assassinated her. And she was five months pregnant and it's still an investigation. Mm. That was two years ago. And could you imagine that? She just dropped her at home. An hour later, she get a call. She's shot up by the Auburn police. Mm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, these are real issues. See, and then you don't have the people to come out, you know, so they just sweep it under the rug. Let me ask you something. You know, clear, you, you, you know what Clear Lake is, right? About yeah. three and a half hours yeah. from the Bay Area. Yeah. What's different? What's that? Now, you know, up there, that was all sacred ground. All that was sacred Indian yeah. ground. Oh, and, yeah. And, of, and of course, uh, uh, while, while, uh, while, while we're taking taking your buffalo and and and, mm-hmm. and, your, and your and your jewelry and paying it for gold and stuff and giving and smashing grapes and giving you wine while you distracted and loaded on wine that you've never tasted before. You know we we, we pour you this mm-hmm. grape juice and while you loaded on that, you know which is the same as distracting us with all this stuff on the TV basically. Yeah. You're, you're getting us. You're getting us. You're getting us loaded with uh, uh, entertainment while that's happening. But, but think about think about this. You're loading us with entertainment on the television while you're assassinating our kids. What's the difference in loading the Indians with grape juice, aka wine, and then uh, taking all of their buffalo and then saying, you know what? Uh, we feel bad about this. So here. We're going to return all this, all all of the stuff that you could have gotten in terms of clothing as a peace offering. We're going to give you these blankets to keep you warm because uh, we know the, the winter's coming, and, and 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 now we're going to leave. We're going to head on out of town. You head out mm-hmm. of town, and and the blankets you got are laced with smallpox. They wiped mm-hmm. wiped out off wiped out off mm-hmm. up there, and then said, mm-hmm. let's go back and let's go back and check on them in five or six months. Oh. They're not here anymore. Okay, well, we'll just claim this land is ours then since there's nobody mm-hmm. else around here. And, uh, again, what's the difference in that then? Because you're annihilating uh, a culture of people. You're taking yeah. their whole history. What's the difference in that, doing that then, as opposed to the only difference is because you're killing us at, in record rates right in front of them, right on social yeah. media with Rodney yeah. King and everything else and then Octagrant. What's the difference? What's the difference in the two? I don't see it. Uh, the only difference. The only difference. Well, the only. Well, there's no difference. The thing. The thing is, in spite of the fact that it's exposed more readily now. Yeah. And then we. And then we know the history of of, of pathology. Yeah. Where where there's been a propensity for doing this thing for hundreds of years. Yeah. Why can't we? Why can't we see? To get any justice and get past this stuff, what is it that is good? What is it going to take for us to get past? This? And first of all, you know, people got to shed blood. You see, and we're not willing to die for what we believe in. You know, because like you said earlier in the broadcast, you know, folks are comfortable. You know, I got a, a fellow I'm teaching, you know, at the university. I'm not going to march with those students. I'm not going to get kicked out of my university mm-hmm, position. Mm-hmm, See, mm-hmm. so that's, that's what it is. And then another part, we we have to remember that the Klan been in the West Coast even before 1929. So now, don't forget now and again, you know, that they groom their children to be police, to be judges, to be uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, district attorneys, to keep us incarcerated and marginalized in the school systems. Mm-hmm. See, we have to remember that it, it, it is growing now, and that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. I, I had, let's, let me tell you something. 
I pay my bills. I got my records, everything. I got four false evictions. I'm fighting my case now because they condemned the last house that I was in, and I was diagnosed with black mold. See, and when I went mm. to that white judge, and, you know, and I had about, what, 15 witnesses in there with me. I had all my paperwork. I wrote a letter to the judge. My case was, was 200% supposed to have been won. When I questioned the, the slumlord's attorney, he couldn't say anything, and yet that lady still ruled against me. You know what I told her? I said, let me tell you something, judge, all of you up in this court. I said, you keep on um, dogging these, uh, you know, disenfranchised people and, and getting them kicked out, missing their credit. I say, God's going to judge every one of you. You're not going to get away with it. That's what I told him. It's on record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, so now, and then I told you what happened. I went to the Washington State Human Rights Commission. They tried to water down my narrative. I said, wait a minute, how are you going to edit? When, when has the government been in the business of uh, editing someone's narrative? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got all the records right here. See, because they're not used to a real black man like me or you or Devin standing up and looking them eye to eye, toe to toe, saying, hey, here's my documentation. Mm-hmm. See, I'm trying to Isn't tell you. That's something. It's real, and that's why I tell people I'm I'm up here on a mission, and it ain't no church mission, you know. In that sense, you see, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see, these people want to build these churches, and, and you go and I ain't gonna say no names, even in Oakland, but you 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 need help and go to one of them dead churches and see what they're gonna do for you. See what I'm saying? They don't even mm-hmm. walk in protest no more in Oakland. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, we got to really pay attention, and that's why everybody, um, you know, we have to hope that people will get together because we're dealing with real issues, and you cannot turn your head to these issues that we're talking about in our communities, and we need to be mentoring these young men, like the Peacekeeper Program, you know, to have these young people ready. I, I talked to, uh, my, I was at the hospital today, the nurse, rather, my appointment, and she, look, mm-hmm. and people open up when they see the realness in you. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't mention the church or none of that. I never do because I believe you don't have to advertise a fire. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she said, my son, Mr. Warren, is six years old, and he's cursing and listening to rap. Six years old. Mm-hmm. And you know what I told her? I said, honey, mm-hmm. if you pray, you better just pray for him because you can't control him. You can't do it. And he got a smartphone at six years old. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> and he's a little white kid. Let me put that in there. Oh, <laughs> okay. Ain't no, ain't no way my mama would have gave me no phone at no six. You crazy. His dad might have stocking smartphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm like, wow. But I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. I was not surprised. When she sees me in that smile. Yeah, you know. So again, when it hits, you know, the, the other folk, then it's a it's an issue. Then, but as long as mm-hmm. you know, but you're not coming. They told me a life raft. But as soon as you're on the Titanic, you want me to help save you. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something? Isn't that something? <laughs> okay. That's a, that 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 is some absolute. You know, you know, that the unmitigated goal. 
<laughs> to have enough nerve to just to just to just piss on you and tell you it's raining. Yeah. Give yeah, yeah, an umbrella. Yeah. Give you an umbrella. Your umbrella. <laughs> yeah, don't don't look don't look up though. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. look up. Just just trust me, you know. Yeah. Just trust me, you know. Yeah. And, and, and uh you know, drink the water and uh yeah. you know breathe the and air. See, that, that's, and Corey, that's fishing. why they got all our property in North Oakland and in parts of East Oakland because they knew when they when they gave some of our parents and grandparents those loans, they already had a long term plan to get it back. And then again, oh, yeah. they put the crack oh, all through Oakland. You know, they didn't have no property taxes to pay. Come on, they had no jobs. It's too busy getting high. Yeah, right? and, and 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 they and they go and, and now that the parents is the mother strung out, daddy's yeah, yeah, they just come in and get it. Grand, and grandmother that passed on. Yeah. They ain't, they, they they ain't going to tell you in a timely fashion. They're going to let you go two or three years so it piles up real yeah. good. I know yeah, you paid $18,000 yeah. in property taxes. So here's yeah. 5000 to go away. Yeah. And, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm a person. And it's worth, worth 500000 million. Yeah. Yeah. And, did you, did you fact, see? Corey, they had a house in Fremont. That's where my son lives, Carl, one of my twins. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's condemned, burnt out. Mold, mildew, they bid it $1.5 million. Check it out. It's in the East Bay Times. Check it out. Mm-hmm. The house, they said, oh, they didn't want the house. They want the land. Mm-hmm. $1.5 million in Fremont. They're going to they tear that wood down, drag it off, <laughs> yep. burn it up, and yep. they're going to put something there that's going to be worth more than the $1.2 million they bid it. Of course. It's going to be, be worth five times that much. You know. Yeah, so you got Silicon Valley growing, and right they're telling you, you know, people commuting from Sacramento because they can't even afford to buy in San Jose, even mm-hmm. East Palo Alto now. It was all black. Mm-hmm. They done ran them out of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. East Palo Alto, mm-hmm. all them drugs, come on now. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell these folks, they need to wake up. Maybe in the East Bay, stop playing. Mm-hmm. They need to yeah, play that yeah, Harold yeah. Melvin and the Blue Nose. Wake up, everybody. They need to reissue mm-hmm. that when it starts playing that in rotation. Mm-hmm. See, all, all of them songs, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Yeah, makes, uh-huh. me wanna, makes me makes they me gotta have, They got to they have oh, 2 Chain oh. and G-Eazy and all them boys, see? And they want that, the one that flood the waves with that. See, that's not a message. That's genocide. Those, those songs were resounding. That, that we're we listening to, and we're still living in these same times, man. Mm-hmm. We're still this like slavery by another name, you know, yeah. all these things. That, you know, the game don't change, the name does. Yeah, it's the whole thing it changes. that yeah. story, uh, Dragnet? Remember back in the day, uh, they yeah. said, the names have been changed to protect the innocent, <laughs> but the same <laughs> folks doing the crime. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. But you know, you you know, you can you can only you can only you can only steal and pillage for so much. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it takes when there's nothing left. But but then when you're a but then when you're a creature of habit, and there ain't nothing left, what do you do? You turn on your own. Yep. That's correct. You turn you turn on your own, and we're at and yeah. we're at a stage now where you look at the numbers in terms of procreation. 
The only yeah. one that said the only one that said zero appropriation is the one that is, is the one that's wreaking this world havoc. They're the only huh. one that's not procreating enough. And thirty years from now, at this rate, they're going to be next to extinct. Especially yeah. when when the race when the race mixing comes in, because you know if a black person and a white person uh, uh, mixed race together, what is that child referred to as? A black child. <laughs> If a a, a white person and an Asian person mixed race, what does that person refer to as an Asian child? If a white person and a Latino mixed race, what does that person? uh, Wow. uh, Because you're not going to be mixed and be Mexican and turn your back on on, on Mexican. You're not going to be black and white. And we know there's exceptions to every rule, but the fact of the matter is if that's in your bloodline, you did the natural the, the natural uh, 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 instinct is to mm-hmm. care about is to care about what you call family. If, 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 yeah. if, my, if my mother if my mother was other than black, I would be, I, I I would be exposed and interested to that in that part of my family because that's running through my veins, you know. Yeah. So 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 the pure white race way of thinking is going to be non-existent at some point. And that's why there's such a struggle to hold on to it now. You're, you're, you're trying to keep, you're trying to bear arms. First of all, a machine gun and them automatic weapons, they don't even use those when we go to war. To me, it's like, mm-hmm. when you go to war, why don't we just give everybody machine guns? You can mow everything down, you know? <laughs> But but it's, but it's but 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 strategically it's not meant for that. So so why do we have it in in in, in our communities then? Uh, mm-hmm. You don't go hunt you don't go hunting Bambi uh, with one of them things. So what do you anticipate having where you have to have you know automatic weapons with 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 with, with, with uh, caches that you can that you can add to make it fully automatic. What are you anticipating happening in the, in the community where you feel you need to have the right to bear arms? See, having a thirty-eight or 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 you know mm-hmm. a hand pistol or something like that. Why do you need all these rifles and all this yeah. ammo? Yeah, what, is is your, is your guilty conscience got you to where you're anticipating Matt Turner or somebody coming back through your neighborhood where you got to arm yourself? You wouldn't have mm-hmm. to fear that. You wouldn't have to fear that stuff if you mm-hmm. acknowledged your your misdoings and and, and 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 worked on moving forward and showing people we don't we don't want we don't want to occupy and over and overrun and 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 and, and uh, take advantage of you. We just want to be left alone and we want to mm-hmm. have equal opportunity and that's it. You, you can we can you can yeah. live next door. We can live next door to, to 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 me. I don't. You don't have nothing I want. I don't mind speaking to you when I'm mowing my grass. We yeah. Can, we can we can respect each other. But yeah. But obviously, in your mind, you are afraid of something, and and it's just mm-hmm. you got an issue an issue with your conscience. You know, it sounds like yeah. you have a real serious issue, and you don't even address it when you look in the mirror at yourself. And, and nobody's mm-hmm. even over your shoulder. You can't even look at yourself and say, you know what I'm doing is wrong. I wish I didn't have to do this. You don't even have a conscience at all. 
You mm-hmm. really think, you really believe that when I drive down the highway in this lane, I shouldn't have to change lanes. You should see me coming and just get out of the way. But see, <laughs> but, but, but see, That's wild. But, but, see, but see, the person in the lane next to you that thinks you should get out of the way looks just like you. So what happens mm-hmm. when you don't? So what happens when all of you are sharing the freeway with each other and we taking a different route? You gonna find yourself pulled over to the side of the side of the road in this six seven car accident because everybody mm-hmm. that's so everybody that's so privileged that don't have to get out of the way all ran into mm-hmm. each other at the same place and the same time. You gonna find mm-hmm. out that you just can't keep running over people without running over without running over each other. You're gonna you, you, at some point in time. Let's say you could put all Africans on the on the thing and send us back to Africa, which would be a culture shock to me because I ain't never lived in Lagos, Nigeria. What, what would mm-hmm. happen if you send if you send people Japanese uh, heritage people that have only known the United States back to Japan? What would happen if you sent um, yeah Hispanic, Hispanic Hispanics mm-hmm. here back, back back to Mexico or back to Spain or back to Guatemala or Nicaragua? And it was just only you. You know what you would have? There's a there's a television show that comes on Netflix or one of those called Pride and Prejudice. And what it shows you is Great Britain when you had the people that were called the commons. And the commons are the low income white folks. And then you had the mm-hmm. ones that, that, that lived under uh the Queen and under the Empire. And what the commons would do was they were like sharecroppers. They had nothing to look forward to. They barely existed. They just kept, you know, you had to go out there and plow the the fields and do all that. But you had an attractive daughter that caught the eye of the prince when he came came riding through. If I could marry my daughter off to one of them, that would remove our whole family out of poverty. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I could just marry my daughter off. But, Mm -hmm. but, but, but 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 that's but that's very far and few between. So now it's like you know what there are other lands out there, and we're taking we're taking deckhands on who want to hop on this ship, and and help us discover other. And there's a chance for you to be a somebody. If we can discover another land, we can start off being a somebody. So mm-hmm. we go, so we go to faraway places. And now we implement all those things we learned when we had a foot on our neck as comics, yeah. and we implement that into the uh, into the, uh, uh, the 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 New England colonies and, and all of these. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but but now we can't build it fast enough. So and then on top of that, see, we have we have guns and they have bow and arrows. You know, mm, correct. I think I think, I, I think we I think we can overtake them, but still, mm-hmm. there's there's not enough. So, if we can just uh, there's another continent that maybe we can we can go and we can start borrowing some of their people under the mm-hmm. under the auspicious of, or we can just take them against their will. So now mm-hmm. there's a great there's a great civilized nation where civilization and everything started, and because these people are nonviolent. And they're good spirited people. <laughs> yeah. We can take them. We can take them against. We can take them against their will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that. And Correct. now you fast. And now you fast forward all of those elements, and it's developed into here we are, 
now. Today. That's correct. Here we are now. That's correct. That's correct. And it's getting worse because, um, again, um, when we go back to Reconstruction, it, two mm-hmm. things was happening, which they tried to take out. We had black um, people, you know, in Congress back during those 1800s. See, we keep mm-hmm. forgetting about that, the 1700s. We kept forgetting about that. But then that's when they came in with, I think, that 14th Amendment, the right to bear arms. And that that uh, that was because they wanted those guns to keep blowing black people's brains out. That they was emancipated. Then they built the jails. Then and free blacks. They was uh, doing trumped up charges. Then then put them in prison and then sending them right back to those cotton fields and and you know and and put them in that same slave labor mentality under the disguise of um of the judicial system that they broke some type of law. And they was taking free slaves doing the um, harvest of the crops, and they arrest them, give them five years, ten years, and they didn't do anything. So mm-hmm. you forget about mm-hmm. that. And it's the same thing happening even now, dividing the family. One thing I, I, I got in a real uh, heated argument a while back with one of these uh, house niggas, right? And, and I said, um, I said, why is it that when we didn't have a welfare system? and a young woman got pregnant, we would try to uh, mentor and help that young man and that young woman raise that baby. What what, uh-huh. did, what we did now, we, we go get rid of him, get on welfare, and shoot the young man to the curve, and then he got all these single parents coming up. That spirit still hey, alive. As hey, I hey, 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 that, that movie Claudine said it all. Oh, Remember? yeah. James, oh, yeah. That movie. That movie <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> And James Earl we got to do a film one. festival, um, Corey. We, we need to do a film festival for these young are people those, and bring those, those movies those back. Kind of movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not Superfly, not the Exploitation, not Fred yeah. Williams. And I yeah. love my boy, yeah. but you know the time. Yeah, yeah. it takes time for that. Yeah, this is the yeah. message stuff. You don't want to bring Superfly yeah. back. Yeah. No, I get the wrong message. <laughs> we don't want to do that. We, 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 hey, we, 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 back in, we, back, we back into human trafficking. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, we need yeah. to do a film. I just got that bright idea because these young people don't have a clue about none of that. They don't, but when mm-hmm. they see it, it a it a I guarantee that it could help change them. It really yeah. could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, have you ever seen the Sydney Portier movie A Patch of Blue? Oh yes, yes. Oh man, that was that, uh, that wow. movie. That yeah, him and. And, and off of Hogan's Heroes, Ivan Dixon was young then, but clean shape. Right, face. that's right. Yeah. And he went on the yeah. And he helped he helped the blind the blind white girl in the right. Park, you know, and, and you know, and, and uh, Shelley Winters was in it. Yeah, and, Ivan uh, Dixon. He, didn't he direct one of those movies with Sydney? Didn't he? Ivan Dixon yeah, produced yeah. his own movie. I forgot which yeah. one it was. Oh, oh yeah, Ivan Dixon was good, man. He knew his stuff yeah. too, man. See, there was, there was a lot of us, man, that that, that were in yeah. places that that nobody, you know, you know who used to also uh, mentor uh, uh, orphan kids. He didn't go to Africa to get him. This is a black man, uh, Torian Black. Tor- okay. Uh, he he was in uh, a Torian Blanc something. He was yeah. He was the black he was the black dude in Hill Street Blues. Oh right, okay, yeah, that's he, correct. He, he, and, he, he and yeah, and Michael Warren. Yeah, Michael Warren did. Yep. Yeah. yeah he I had remember. Kids and they adopted a whole bunch of black kids. Yes. 
and stuff. And, and uh, you know, those were, those were uh, you know, uh, times. Like I said, it's almost like, you know, when they say make America great again, we never want to go back in time. You know what? A, yeah. But 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 I can remember a time where yeah. where, where where though we were climbing, uh, uh, you know, the mountaintop, there was a time where you know when you climbing Mount Kilimanjaro or one of them places yeah. that's eighteen thousand feet up, you can't climb it all at once. And, but but mm-hmm. you just can't. But you just can't be left dangling. But 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 it's a blessing if you can reach a plateau where you can climb up and you can and you can rest and say, though I got a lot more to climb, I finally got a place where I can lay down and rest for a minute and and and, and gather my strength to keep climbing. And what that meant for us almost almost was like the the, the late sixties and early seventies because we were. We were right on the back edge of the civil rights movement, but mm-hmm. we still made, but we still maintained that family institution in terms of having both parents and having our own businesses, and, mm-hmm. and you know, being in control uh, of our communities, you know, and 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 so when I think about that, I can think of a time where my family was together and, and, and our whole neighborhood was a family. So making America great again for me, uh, I, I don't like to refer to it as that because America wasn't great then. We still had civil rights issues, but yeah. let's talk up, but let's say, let's go, let's, let's make America uh, hopeful. America was hopeful at that time. You know, there was some hope mm-hmm. in because we had, we, we we expressed ourselves. You know, we had the same rights to bear arms then, thanks to the Black Panthers. So if, if you yeah. want to push the Second Amendment, stop trying to put cases on us so so we can't qualify to go get guns. You know what I mean? Stop, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, when, when you're a felon, you're not allowed. See, that's, that's, that's. That that's part of the thing that's wrong with this Second Amendment thing because it's a double-edged sword. You're so busy trying to put these 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 trumped-up charges like you were talking about with with with, with cocaine. You barely yeah. have a, I barely have an ounce of crack, but then the guy yeah. who has who gets the version with the powder yeah. doesn't have a fe- doesn't have a felony record. But we got a felony record on our thing. You're trying to arm yourself and take all the guns all the guns away from us. If we get caught with a gun, you go, okay, yeah, he got a record. Right. Yo, he got a record. Lock him up. Yeah, you know? that's correct. So so you draw the rules up the same way. I, and I mean, it's evident in the White House. Barack Obama, the only thing you could you could throw at him was the birther thing, which you should have never thrown at him in the first place while you were trying to get Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. to run for president, knowing that he wasn't right. going to the United States. Nuh-uh. Then, mm-hmm. then the other thing is, Reverend Wright, who marched with Martin Luther King and had yes. enough and had enough testicular fortitude to say "God damn yes. America" instead of "God bless yes. America" because he's holding them accountable. You want to try and impeach this dude or or, or get him uh, or keep him from getting elected just based on that association? If it would have been Louis Farrakhan, but in the, but, in, oh. but in the meantime, but in the meantime, Trump, 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 Trump is a is a is a nepotistic. <laughs> Uh, a pedo- pedophile who the, women wrong, yeah. who 
who's a mob boss, who's a money launderer, who's a slumlord, there's who 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 who's a clans member, and mm-hmm. is he and, and 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 nepotism is has yeah. never been known as well as it is, as well as it is when you can come into the White House and hire yeah. any old idiot, any old idiot that's a family member or a good friend and put mm-hmm. them in a position that they have no yes. knowledge about that whatsoever. You know, yes, and, and, and like like and, like and, the and, 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 yeah, and 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 the claim that this dude and. And for people uh, to not see anything wrong with that, and say, well, yeah, yeah he says, something wrong with that picture. Some, he says some bad things. Yeah. Well, so, hey, well, look, Barack Obama didn't even say any bad things, but just because not one. He's, a, he's, a, he's affiliated with somebody that you think said a bad thing when he held a yeah. man accountable, you're willing yeah. to get him for something somebody else said. That's yeah. showing you. That's showing you the, the, the dissonance. The cop and and you're willfully, you're yeah. This is a slipping past you. You're willfully, a lot, uh, 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 judging this guy to be okay mm-hmm. in spite of all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Which shows which shows me in in the millions of people that voted for this dude that there's over a million Ku Klux Klan people. If you're with this guy, oh, yeah. as far as I'm, it's, as it's far as I'm concerned, oh, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, if you're it's with this rat. guy, what it does is it lifts the rug off of how yeah. many racist, nepotistic, yeah. okay, okay, to, yeah. uh, okay. Well, would you want your daughter hanging out with this dude? Would you want, yeah. you want him to be in the room with your mother? Would you want mm-hmm. him to be in the room with one of your children? That's this correct. Is guy that, this is a guy that you trust enough to do mm-hmm. something like that. Well, I don't think he do it. He just says stuff to Yeah, right. You just what, don't say what, stuff like okay. that. Like well, you said about well, well, let me just say yesterday, that. right? What, yeah. What's the, what's the positive in that message? Okay, he's just saying that for what reason? Okay, what do we learn from that? What you know, what's positive about that? Well, he just well, called why, the Mexican well, breeders well, why yesterday. We, well, why do we need well, why do we need to talk about that? Let's talk about you see, then they try to distract away from it. We talk about it because he threw it out there. Now, now, yeah. now, now, his, now his, now his pathological, uh, uh, and pandering friend Sean Hannity is coming yeah. out as, as, as using the same attorneys, and that's why he, yeah, that's why, he, <laughs> that's why, that's why we, we talk about Dookie braids. Let's talk about Dookie without the braids. That's yeah, why rubbing, that's why that's why he's rubbing Dookie off his nose after Brown on on Fox TV. You want to talk wow. about Dookie? Let's let us let us rub some of that off his nose, and 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 thank Michael Conian for leaving for leaving a a, a library of 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 uh, client criminal lawyer mm-hmm. records behind that are exposing all of this stuff. You know? Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you for leaving all that stuff. This dude's about to get himself locked up. Some of the stuff oh, yeah. he's done, and uh, mm-hmm. and. And and, and and Trump has become has become poison ivy. Everybody that mm-hmm. people are retiring early. Paul Ryan. Said, yeah. I'm not, not, yep. not going to run for another term. Then he thought about yep. it. You know what? Before this dude drags me under, I'm just going to quit now. You know. <laughs> I'm just going to quit now. I'm going to quit yep. now in the middle of this stuff. There are people and their and their attorneys. 
we're saying uh, 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 conflict of interest. Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be your attorney. Stop calling the office. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to be with this dude. This dude. Finally. This dude, this dude is a fungus that is just that man. If you touch him, if you touch him once, you know. And and and, yeah. and that guy and that guy they got pop. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the young Jewish dude they got a long time ago. Uh, oh, or whatever his name. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. He had to come hey, back. Hey, hey, hey! If believe me, he he he. You know, he cut his deal a long time ago, which tells you. Yeah. See, they didn't just get him today and cut the deal. Tomorrow. No, right. <laughs> they got that dude long before then. You know what that means? Yeah. That dude's, that dude's walking around mic'd up. Getting information on people. Yeah, he's walking around. Yeah, they gotta have out, a snitches, right? Well, we yeah. know they they know yeah. for snitches, yeah. right? Yeah, they thought they yeah. had a deal on a drug drug trade. They got them right there now, and, and um, and I was looking at the interns, right? All the mm-hmm. interns, not one person of color, and then they showed mm-hmm. Obama, and he had everybody from different races and nationalities as an intern, and you know. He all through the White House. He has some Republicans. Not one yeah, no. person of color. See, he has some Republicans. Kids. Yeah, I'm trying to tell yeah. you why it's going down. That's how he it's going, some, brother. He has some Republicans in office, man. He even gave yeah. the Republicans a chance. Yeah, yeah, he did. But see what they did, uh, as they said, in eight years, they filibusted on everything so Obama could barely passed anything because they kept rejecting mm-hmm. him. Then what he hey, did they, pass to help the people, they turned right back around and cutting it to the bone. Yeah, and well, they, what they, they can cut. cut. Some of them even admitted. They said, "Oh yeah, whenever, whenever oh, they said, 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 said he we're going against because we just want him to say yeah. that." They were even cocky enough to say that. And, yeah, and and, and 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 to actually think in Jeff Sessions, he's he's over the Department of Justice. The guy who said the Ku Klux Klan wasn't yeah, yeah I'm trying to tell guy. you. Those laws are being changed, Corey, and we're going to wake up and say, when did they do it? Because they're not even telling you, right? You know, Obama, when he changed the law, they had a photo op. This one was changing, and the American people knew. Him cutting all these different departments, and no, nobody know what's happening. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't know what's happening. You know, and, and like they said with Maxine Waters, you know, she was like, hey, we got to get this impeachment going, and they all scared. And Massimo Wallace said, oh, no, I've been in this war too dang long. They got hit in the head, bit by dogs. Forget this one. See, we forget. And what gets me is some of these white Democrats who are, who are fighting them, they walk right up, they walk right up to, 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 to making a difference, and they say, well, I don't know if it's impeachment proceedings. Like, they're going to lose something in saying this dude should be impeached. You know, the ones that we're depending yeah. on, they, they say a little bit of something, but they still, they still act like they got a small stake in something because it's like, you, you know, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be the, you're supposed to be the equalizer. You know, you're supposed to be the huh. white person that we can trust. And then you say, well, he's he's off the hook. He needs to change. But I don't know if that's impeachment stuff, but he needs to change. Like this guy's really gonna change. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Nope. You're not going to change the stripes on the zebra, are you? Are you not going to change the stripes on the zebra? It ain't happening. You, could, you, you, know, you, know, you know, it's like dyeing your hair. 
You know, when you dye your hair, your hair's that color, and, and, and but, but you know what? It goes away. The, the, the other yeah. color starts coming back again. You got to keep dyeing it. You got to keep dyeing it. You got to mm-hmm. keep dyeing it. You know, but, but you know, and you keep bleaching it and you keep doing all that, but you know what? You're damaging the roots. You mm-hmm. still can't keep the you still can't keep the truth from coming. At, at some yeah. point, your hair at some point your hair is going to abandon you all together. It's just going to cut out. You ain't even got to mm-hmm. get the clip get the clippers out. It's just going it's just going to leave. You know, if it's meant if it's meant with the natural progression, if it's meant for you to not have it, stop playing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. some of these guys that one that one guy who was brought up on some sexual stuff, this dude's 70 yeah. years old, and his, hair is bl- and his hair is jet black. I'm like, you can look at how many times this dude's pulling his feet, and they say he hasn't been harassing women. Remember that dude who who who, who left uh, uh, well, a whole bunch of them? I can't remember his name, but this dude left Trump's organization right after they put him in place, or where they were considering putting him in place, and he, yes. and he pulled him, and he pulled himself out, and because all these women was talking about him harassing, he said, "No, before you dig that up, I'll just go away." But you look at this dude, and he plays like, you know, he plays mm-hmm. like he's not that kind of a guy. But when you look at him, he's got vanity written all over him. The dude's pulled his face probably more than Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys, then dyed yes. his hair pitch black, dude. Your hair is pitched, you know, something don't look right about mm-hmm. I, I can see underneath that facelift, multiple facelifts, and underneath that jet black hair, you could have dyed it off brown or red or something. Dyed a jet, he's still living in the, he's still living in his 20s at 70-something, 80 years old. <laughs> still living in his 20s. You know why you're doing that? Not to, not to, not to catch no reasonable woman your age. You think you're still appealing to young women. And for the ones, and for the ones who can see you like I do, they're yeah. not interested. They're not interested. Well, hey, look, they they work at your job. You hire the young ones. You say, if I if I harass just the right one, maybe maybe yeah. maybe she'll maybe she'll let me, you know. Yeah. You know, and 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 everybody's appalled, and 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 ugh, man, come on, dude, leave me alone. Yeah. Okay, well. Your, your internship is ended here. Well, you know what? You've been sexually harassing me and getting away with this stuff. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, you too, you too. Yeah, he did it to me too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even that's about. Happening. It's not even. It's not even about uh, letting you do it because we know that's the culture with women. Yeah. Been like that. You, yeah. you know, you do what it. Some, sometimes advancing your career, I, I, long. You know, he crossed the line. It's, yeah. But, but you it's know what? Real. I, I'll keep putting him off. But if he crosses it to the point where where it's compromising my opportunity job wise, or he's putting his hands yeah. on me, you know what? I'm just gonna come out. And so, why you come out five years later? Well, I'm telling you why. Because I I was yeah. hoping it would I was hoping it would stop. And, yeah. and 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 I have a right to be a little greedy about about my job prospects the same way as yeah. he's being greedy about his uh, sexist prospects. So that's that's, that's the that's the reason why. But it doesn't mean yeah. that it didn't happen. And so yeah. ask these other seventeen women down the wow. that that yeah. you say are all lying at one time. Now, yeah, that's no, no. Come on now, that's too many elements to one room. And now he's trying to sue Trump, trying to sue 
the lady for the $30,000 payment, okay, you're trying to sue her for a payment that you didn't write your real name on that was paid to <laughs> your attorney. Yeah. And so, so why are you suing him? When you go to court, why he's not, suing, yeah. Yeah, you go into court saying you're suing him. Let's make some sense out of it. What are you suing her for? Yes, yes. That's that's something that, you know what else we gotta just watch for. That, just answer that question. What are you suing her? Yeah, I'm I'm suing I'm suing her for not for not sticking to an agreement that doesn't include me. How can right. you do that? Makes, that makes a lot deep. of sense. Now that's that makes deep. a lot of that's sense. Deep. Yeah, something wrong with that picture. You, huh? you can't sue you can't sue me unless it was you. And I'm looking at the paperwork, and that ain't you. And your attorney's already come out and lied to federal investigators and said it was my money. I've never had an attorney, and I've had a few. I've never had one reach in his pocket while he's going over. He tell me about the uh, 33% of my money he's going to get if I win the case, but he never took me to McDonald's. And yours is paying $130,000 to shut up some chick who has no affiliation with you? That makes, mm-hmm. that makes a whole lot of sense. It don't take... It doesn't take any judge with any common sense or any juror, any juror. There's some things you can't, there's some things that just don't make sense. So, mm-hmm. you know, and the fact of the matter is the $30,000 that Cohen gave her is a gift because <laughs> there's no, there's no legally binding contract. Yeah. That contract is a fraudulent contract. If you look at Judge Mathis, <laughs> oh, I love there's him. A, there's, yeah, there's, a, there's there's some truth. There's some truth in fraud. When you draw up a contract that's fraudulent from the time it began, it's mm-hmm. up to you. It's up to you to basically sue to get your money back. But you can't prove with the contract that the money was nothing less than a gift because there's nothing mm-hmm. that states that the money was a loan. So you gave her one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. And she's well within her rights to talk. And le- until you find the guy with that name on the contract that says, I had sex with her, my name is Jim Jones, until you find Jim Jones to come forward and say, she was yeah. paying $30,000 and not tell on me, her next move is going to be, I'm not telling on you, Jim Jones. I haven't said anything. Mm-hmm. You just told mm-hmm. on yourself. I'm telling on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Still, you don't you don't have you don't have a, a you don't have a a a, a a a minuscule piece of brain matter that will just, that will fix this 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 this, this, this non-existent voided contract that yeah. you drew up at yeah. all, and and to think there are seventeen other women. Wow, three, who got two paid? More, three two got more, paid two more, too. Yeah, two more in particular, one of whom had a 10-month relationship. Wow. How are you going to deny that? Come on now. You, you know, come yeah. on now. Yeah. You see, and now, what, we, okay, uh, also, uh, Corey, we have mm-hmm. to be um, paying attention to the NFL, again, with Kaepernick, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Seattle could have had him up here, and they got some rookie dude that, you know, don't even know how to throw a football. See, and, and then one of those they're trying and to they take their, they their civil rights away, too, by for not, but if they protest, they say they won't play them. Well, that's, that's a violation of their civil rights. Yeah, and they keep, and, 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 and look, 
and 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 without no no agenda other than being uh you know a religious fanatic yeah because of Tim Tebow's uh, uh, being a good Christian. Yeah, they didn't do nothing White about dude. that, huh? Yeah, The thing is, that dude couldn't play football worth a lick. And, and, every, team <laughs> in America, and every team in America tried to tried to find a job for this dude. And when the yeah. scouts looked at him, they said, you know what? This dude throws a football like a pitcher on a mound. He winds, <laughs> he winds, he winds <laughs> up. Baseball. Yeah, he winds up, and you can cheat. So they try to find him a job in baseball. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? Is he still playing? Where is he? Where is he? They tried. They tried. I don't know what happened to that old whacked out situation. To tell you the truth, to tell you the truth, I don't think I don't think the dude would have made a college baseball league team. The things that you do, that's baseball. See, college. Yeah. See, again, in college. See, here's the things you can get away with in college, you know. Yeah. I remember, when, yeah, I remember yeah. Bob, Bob, Bobby Hurley. His, remember Bobby Hurley? Yeah, I remember that boy, yeah. So he, yeah. He, well, he goes, he goes down as one of the greatest college guards of all time. Arguably, right. He might he be. Argu- argu- yeah, arg- arguably he might be because he was fundamentally yeah. sound. But here's the thing. When you play in college, a lot of people that are guarding you, they're not going to make it in the NBA either. So you're playing against so right. people that are mediocre. But when you play yeah. against people in, in in college, you have to be able to get around somebody. He couldn't. He yeah. get her. He wasn't quick enough. He he can't guard anybody. You're not a point guard in. The, you're not a point guard in the NBA. You're not a point that's guard correct. in the NBA. And yep. so so the further up the ladder you go, and that's what they try and do with these quarterbacks. Now you look at Michael Vick. Now here's the yeah. here, and other players like him. Like Jefferson Street, Joe Gilliam, who used to play with the Steelers. Yeah, these guys, they these forgot guys, about him. Yeah, these guys come into college, and the coaches in college already know you're so dynamic. We're gonna get a sixty million dollar TV deal. As a matter of fact, if you come to my school, I'm not gonna even mess with you. Yeah, you they, they don't we'll get see, a dime. We'll, yeah, we'll yep. see, right. But here's the other thing: Michael Vick on his physical talent. You know, he's going to the next level. But unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, like Terrell Pryor, they don't get taught mm-hmm. anything about about being a quarterback, how to read audibles and do all that. Right. College level, you can just scramble around and either run it or throw, throw it. The ball. When you get to the college yep. level, you got to do more than that. So that's yes. why their careers, dynamic as Michael Vick's career was, and as strong as his arm was, he was just so far ahead of everybody speed wise that he yeah. was still able to thrive until he got caught up in the dog scandal. Uh, yeah. Terrell Pryor, Terrell Pryor, football is the show me now thing. It's not like Peyton Manning where you can wait two or three years mm-hmm. and, and, and understudy somebody. If we, if we waste the number one pick on you, he's the last of the number one picks in his generation mm-hmm. with, uh, with uh, yeah. his brother Eli and Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Like, these guys – have learned how to play the quarterback position. And if they have to fail a couple of years over John Elway, and if they have to fail a couple yeah. of years, we can tolerate yeah. that because we know they're going to be good quarterbacks. Those things now are you come in, you either got to be good or we ain't got no time for you. Johnny Manziel. Yep. Johnny Manziel was partying too much on top yeah, of that. Yeah, he's And then you look yeah, at, they, then you look yeah. at Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow with Bob Hurley. 
He won the high yeah. as a sophomore. Twice. Then, then, yeah. And and and, and then and then uh but then he got to the pros and it's like, Oh, there's so many flaws in how he throws the football. You know? Yeah. He throw he throws it obviously he played baseball. You can tell by the way he throw the football. He throws yeah. the football like it's a baseball. And yeah, big and, hand. And, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but see, here's the thing. But see, you put him on the pedestal like he's a god, which which he studied religiously. You put him on such a pedestal that <laughs> this guy's not not like Terrell Pryor. But Terrell Pryor said, "Look, I'm such an athlete. Back in the '70s, you'd have made me a wide receiver anyway." So he's like, "I want to play pro football." That's what they did with a lot so of those I'm, brothers. So I'm going to be a yeah. wide receiver, like they're trying to do yeah. with brother Louisville. Yeah. You know, yeah, they so, do so, so, a lot so, of brothers. So, yeah, so Tim. Tim Tebow should, should become a, a fullback, or he should have become a tight end, or he should have mm-hmm. become a linebacker. But he's yes. like, no, the only position I'm going to play is football. So the NFL said, yeah. look, we'll sign you to a 10-day contract. Here's 30000 mm-hmm. Okay, cut. Yeah. Okay, next team. Here, <laughs> give, give him another 20000 for 10 days. Cut. Yeah. Here's another one. Okay, let him go play football. Give him a broadcasting job, too. Let him go yeah. play baseball. Just, you know, they're trying to, they, you know, they're helping this dude, like, you know, man, yeah. oh, man, oh, man, a brother can, a brother who qualified can't even, can't even, can't even catch a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. Brother that's qualified. You, there's a double even, correct. Yeah. You correct. Even, can't even come close to catching a break. And it's like, yeah. And then you, then you got some brown, you know, the guy who used to be with Stephen A. Smith. What's the white dude's name? Oh yeah. yeah! Oh my he was God! Saying, yeah, yeah, he was preaching Tim. He was Tim Tebow like Sean Hannity princes of uh, Donald Trump. Tim Tebow. Yeah. Tim Tebow. Then he's the anti LeBron. Then he's then he's <laughs> anti LeBron. LeBron James yeah. isn't, isn't Kobe. LeBron James isn't. You know, I put it this way: LeBron James, uh, and, and we could see for a long time in his career, he had everything. He didn't have the mm-hmm. Kobe and Michael instinct. But a, I mean, he sure did. But, but, but a lot of people didn't. But I put it this yeah. way: if he goes to the finals this year, it'll be eight times in a row he's been to the finals. Wow, he's been That's seven true. years in a row. Yeah, and remember the white lady told him to stick with basketball, and he just signed a billion dollar deal with his people. See? And this lady, and this lady's dumb as a bag of hammers. Cause yeah, she's talking she about have stuff a that she don't even qualify for. That was racist, a, though. What she because, said. Yeah, yeah, because she because she's a fox person. She actually, she thinks she's some expert on something. She, yeah, we we already know that fox isn't real news. Everything right. that Trump talks about as being fake news is actually yeah. Yeah, what he talks about as being fake news is the real news, and and for him, the real news is fake news. Basically, yeah. We know we know his ties to Fox and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. You used and see, you used to be held accountable, but you have yeah. some places that are willing to sell themselves out for ratings. Yeah. And Fox and Fox is so weak. The only thing that they could find, the only thing that they could find to get people to watch them, is to piggyback onto some cultish movement. Yeah. That shows that shows you actually. Uh, the, uh, the mainstream of the of the two percent and and what America's thinking Correct. is like in terms yes. of real democracy or hypocrisy. Yes, and that's what that's and what so, they set up to do. And it's sad yeah. too because when she said that, yeah. I said she must didn't do no research or anything about what he got going on. Mm-hmm. What he's done at, at, 
At all. At all. And we got a caller on the line <laughs> to see who this is. Who's on the line? Okay. Who we got? This, this is Brother Dodson calling from Berkeley, California this evening. Good evening, uh-huh. gentlemen. Uh, welcome right. to hear you. Welcome to hear you. Thanks a lot, my brother. I, I, I'm in. glad I was able to, to get in tonight. I, I, I just left a uh, black-owned establishment that Brother Warren knows well, being from Berkeley, California, called the 44 mm-hmm. Bar and Restaurant, watching our local basketball team here, the World Champion oh, yeah. Warriors. And, and that's the word <laughs> I want to put out is let's support our black businesses. Yeah, let's support that's our great. black businesses. That's, that's great. And, and tell me this. Who won the game? Well, the Warriors yeah. won going away. The Warriors won going away, beating San Antonio. Since we have a in, support, in San support Antonio. team tonight. Yes, in okay. San Antonio. So we're doing right. well. But that, I just wanted to put that in because we were discussing some sports. And like Brother Warren said, Doug Williams, our first black mm-hmm. quarterback to win the Super Bowl, and and, and and his legacy should be just in, in you know embellished yeah. in the NFL, but he has to go to mm-hmm. Grambling College, you know, one yeah. of our black historical colleges, to continue to his career job. after football yeah. to Isn't get a job. Something? Isn't, Isn't that, that something? something? Yeah, and, and, but you know and, and, and what? You know, you, go ahead, brother. Yeah, but but Keep you know going. what? It's just kind of like one time I was with my late. Uh, my late wife, and we were watching yeah. a, a, a show in uh, Monterey. We went on vacation, and it was about Joseph Stalin. And they talked about oh, Joseph man. Stalin having the cult of personality. And people think that mm-hmm. that only exists back in time, or World War II, or communist countries. Mm-hmm. But no, we have a cult of personality here in America. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's wow. in sports, it's in politics, it's everywhere. It's all around us. Mm-hmm. But we don't we don't participate in it because we are always eliminated as being uh, dark skinned people or people of brown mm-hmm. hue or African Americans. But that's that's just mm-hmm. taking off on what you guys were talking about tonight. But I know the last time I was on, I did have a chance to talk about financial literacy, which is mm-hmm. something me and brother Bria, me and brother Warren promote, and he's yeah. giving mm-hmm. me the lead. He's giving me the lead on trying to promote financial literacy. So uh, Mm -hmm. like I said, about two weeks ago, uh, I'm going to try to come every Thursday night. Unfortunately, I was traveling in New Orleans last week, and I couldn't get on the show. But um, tonight I do want to give everyone a book to read. Mm -hmm. All right. Help your your financial literacy. And it's called The The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So thank you. I for think brother that Warren, too. brother Warren has that in his library. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if if you want to, you know, read a couple of excerpts from that, but I do yeah. promote you to go to Dave Ramsey's website and get that mm-hmm. book for ten dollars. It'll be the best ten dollar, uh, you know, investment hey. you've made. I have no stake in that. You know, this man is mm-hmm. a white man, but he is a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He is a Christian. Mm-hmm. And he is a Christian. I, I don't yeah. know if I need to validate anything by telling you mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. that his, his teaching, his teaching can help each and one, each and every one of us to get to a place in life that we need to be financially. So tonight, that is just my financial literacy uh, tip for the night. 
Uh, hope you right. will benefit from it. And uh, hey, it's great hearing you brothers talk tonight. I'm, I'm so happy to hear you, and I'm glad I got in on the tail end of the conversation. Yeah. Well, right. man, we, 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 we really uh, 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 welcome you. It's great to hear from you. We look forward to you. Uh, whenever you can join us, you're always well received. Appreciate any information you can sell. Uh, you can share with us to help edify us and build us up without you. any without any uncertain terms, regardless of race, color, nationality, any that of those is things. And, yes, sir. And, and certainly, as an African-American that wants bigger and better things for, 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 for my culture, like anybody would want for their yeah. culture, if yes, that's sir. something that will help my people, I certainly appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. I really do. We have, so we thank have you to so use much all our resources. That's yes, right. Sir. And that's right. And that's, that's absolutely right. And uh, we're getting close to the end of the show now. Um, everybody, uh, 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 brother, brother Warren and, and, and my brother just called in. If you guys want to additionally say something, take about 60 seconds real quick and uh, give us a little something to take the people home with and then we'll sign out. Go ahead, Doc. I let him go. Oh, okay. You know what? We 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 did have some some uh like I say the Golden State Warriors here are doing things in the community, but mm-hmm. but some of the things that we feel that these sports athletes and people such as Oprah and Jordan and mm-hmm. everyone else who's gone before mm-hmm. us can do is start to put your money into the resources that will help our young black mm-hmm. youth get trained yeah. in these areas that are you know open to us right now such as mm-hmm. STEM, uh, technological, and, yeah. and whatever else. Everybody is not made for college. Everyone is not mm-hmm. made yeah. for a four-year degree. But That's we are, and like Brother Warren, when he ran his yeah. program out of the Heart program back in yeah. 1985 with culinary and hospitality, mm-hmm. that was what was mm. happening then. But what's happening now is the technical aspects of things and building your own business. So I say, mm-hmm, hey, mm-hmm. the people who have the people who have the resources, please mm-hmm. come in your community and put that money back and start training our young people mm-hmm. to be, you know, uh, uh, to get into the places where the money is and help them help their community. That's it. Well said. Well, well said. I'll, well I'll said. just I'll just go with what uh, Brother Doxon just said, and I'll just sign off. And we hope everybody will call in next Thursday and be part of this great mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I like to say that just, 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 just put out here to all of our listeners, no matter what, again, what race, what nationality, what uh, sexual orientation, any of that, any of that stuff, um, uh, uh, come, come with facts. We respect you no matter which direction you're coming from. Uh, we, we 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 will we will treat you in earnest uh, in terms of giving you a platform and letting you and letting you share with us. Uh, that's what it's all about. It's about educating mm-hmm. educating the people out there, giving everybody a voice and and, and and a chance to share anything that you feel in your community needs to be shared here. Because what happens here happens across the globe. And to my brothers and sisters. Uh, the Jewish community, I say shalom to my, mm-hmm. to my uh, brothers in, 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 uh, in Krishna. I say hi to Krishna to you, to my Christian brothers and sisters. 
I say, uh, may God bless you to my Muslim brothers and sisters. I say, Bismillah Rahman Rahim, and Assalamu Alaikum to you. Again, you can go to our website if you missed some of the show and you want to hear it or hear any of the others in the past. You can go to www.t25cl.com and then click on Soul Vibrations and you can choose from any one of our shows. This one will be edited within the next hour and it should be back up for uh, broadcast if you want to check it out. I want to thank uh, our ever-supportful group, uh, Brother Just Called In and the others, as well as James Warren, and we will end it by saying Hotep. We'll see you next Thursday. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.